Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 229. We're going to talk today about the idea of cookie cutter approaches to coaching and the idea of asking players to, I guess, all fit into one mold at the same time. And uh, there's lots of different examples we want to talk about. As I've been talking on the Everything Fast Pitch podcast, I had a chance to see quite a few college games here in this last couple of weeks. And I've seen some things that have raised a couple of questions, so it kind of kind of leads into this topic. So before we get into it, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus nine rocket tech, the minus ten carbon, and the minus eleven carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. And again, please make sure you take advantage of that EFP20. It's a great way for you to save an additional 20% on a great product and also help support the podcast at the same time. Also, if you're in a position where you can, we would love for you to become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Great way for you to contribute to the success of the podcast. We've got a great group of patrons that have been with us for a long time that have kept the podcast rolling. But we would certainly love to see some more people come on board. So if you're in a position where you can afford to help us, please go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. So Don, one of my questions, talking to and watching uh, some of the college kids that I've been going out to see, because I've had the good fortune of uh, the opportunity to see five or six kids that I've worked with in the past playing with their college teams. And one of the kids that I talked to was, I don't want to say complaining, but really just kind of, I guess, uh, asking an opinion because her coaches feel like there's certain things that all players should do exactly the same. And her, I guess, history with me as a hitting instructor and then her knowing my history as a college coach, she knows that everything that we've done is take where she's at, take what she's good at and exaggerate what she's good at and keep building on what she's good at. And was never about her looking like her sister or her looking like anybody else that I've ever worked with. And I think that her frustration now is because some of what they're asking her to do is not gigantically different, but it's just different enough that it's planting seeds of doubt in her mind. You know, kind of led to this idea of, you know, this discussion of, you know, is it important for us as coaches to create carbon copies of what we think a great player is, or is it our, our obligation as coaches to try to look at what a player's strengths and weaknesses are and try to maximize what each individual player brings to the table? And I think it's True, obviously, for hitting, and in this case, you know, I think this is a hitter that's you know going to have to you know sort through some things to deal with what her coaches want to still stay with what she knows works for her. But I think it's true for pitchers. I think it's true for defense. You know, I keep picturing this idea in my mind of we set our base defense and we put a cone out there and say, well, this is where the shortstop's supposed to stand. Well, if your shortstop is five foot eight and one hundred and thirty pounds of you know fast twitch, super quick, can do a whole lot of stuff. And then your backup shortstop is five foot two, looks like an oompa loompa, and doesn't have the same range or the same athletic ability or whatever. Are we setting ourselves up for failure by asking two players that are really different to do exactly the same thing? So just wanted to throw that out there for discussion and see where it leads. No, I think that's exciting, Tori. And, and that's something that I think we often hear when we're working with a new student we'll talk about is that 
we're trying to figure out what their strengths and weaknesses are so that we can help them optimize their opportunity to do well out on the field. And, you know, some of them, like you said, have long arms and legs and maybe a stronger arm and um, maybe a little quicker a foot. So we are going to position them in a, in a way that's going to allow them to be the most successful because, right. you know, if we've got a runner on first base, there's a chance that they might steal, you know, so it is important for us to be shaded a little bit differently if right. we're super quick and anticipate well, yeah. or if we, you know, don't have quite the same range. Yeah, the, so, sl- the slow girl might need to be five feet closer to second base. Absolutely. Yeah. And the same thing, like you said, for hitting. I mean, we've got kids that are so anxious to hit that they're pulling everything. Or we've got kids that are don't have quite the same bat speed and, you know, they seem to struggle to get to the contact point. So we are going to make different adjustments for each. And continue to train to do better right. to get where we want to be on all those things. But uh, we need to customize things to the abilities and the, the strengths and weaknesses of all of our players right. rather and, than and, the and cookie those, cutter, like you said. Right. And, and those things can change from at bat to at bat, from pitcher to pitcher, from game to game, from day to day. One of the most insightful things I heard many, many years ago, uh, talking about uh, hitters making adjustments and uh, a coach that uh, we all respect greatly, Coach Candrea was speaking at a NFCA convention, talked about the fact that, well, the batter's box is seven feet long and three feet wide for a reason. The hitter gets to use every bit of it. And so if it's a day where they're facing a certain pitcher and they want to move up in the box or move back in the box or move on the plate or move off the plate, that the only thing that constrains them is that 21 square foot box that they get to stand in. And other than that, you know, it should be for them to decide based on that day, that circumstance, you know, whatever that situation is, what's the right place for them. And I think what's happened more and more, some of it I think has gotten to the point now where kids don't even think about the options of making adjustments. Like they're saying, well, this is my spot. This is where I stand. And like, well, how did you come to that group? Well, this is just where I like to stand. Well, there's okay, you know, to, to have a favorite there's spot. A lot of comfort in that. But there's nothing that says that, you know, if she's throwing, you know, absolute gas that you can't move back in the box a little bit to see it a little bit longer. Or if she's a little bit slower, or has, you know, pitches that are breaking, you know, earlier to move up a little bit earlier so you can hit it a little bit further out in front, you know, before the ball breaks quite so much. And so, you know, to me, the message I wanted to send to our coaches today is, if your idea of, of helping players get better is trying to make them all similar to each other and similar to other great players, I think you're setting yourself up for a trap. It's going to be great for some players. Don't get me wrong. It's going to, it's going to work great as long as you have the majority of your kids are very similar athletically, very similar strength-wise, very similar in their skill sets. You know, you know, to them, asking you know, five kids that are already pretty similar to stay pretty similar is not asking you know, something that's that out of the ordinary. But taking five different kids that are all really different, you know, different height, different weight, different musculature, different quickness, different arm length, different bat speed. Experience levels. Right. And all those things. And you you mix those all in and you say, okay, now, well, our philosophy is everybody stands in the front of the box. Well, okay. Why does everybody have to stand there? Well, my philosophy is everybody stands in the back of the box. Well, okay. But why does everybody need to stand there? You know, the girl that's got a really slow bat that's having a hard time matching the speed of the pitcher for her to shorten the distance and get closer to the pitcher is putting her at a disadvantage. Sure. And I know we're talking about fractions of a second, but for that kid, an extra five or so of seeing the ball longer might be a gigantic benefit. And Big so difference maker, right. And yeah. so this idea of if I'm a pitching coach, well, everybody on my team's got to have a great rise ball. 
Well, you know, if you've got a great athlete that's got the right tools and the right skills to be able to throw a great rise ball, that's awesome. It's a beautiful pitch for somebody that's good at it. But force one that can't. Right. For the kid that's not strong enough or fast enough or throws it hard enough to throw a real rise ball, all she's doing is throwing a fat pitch high up in the zone. Well, my guess is that's probably not what you really think you're asking your pitchers to do when you say, well, everybody's got to have a rise ball or a curveball or... We always pitch inside, or we always stand right on top of the plate to make it harder for the pitchers to throw strikes. All those different one-size-fits-all, have-to things, I think, are a potential trap. And again, talking to a very, very talented, very successful college-level hitter who's now very frustrated because her coach has made up her mind that she needs all of her hitters to do a certain thing, and it's different than what this player is used to, is creating you know doubt in her mind. It's creating you know just enough... Uncomfort, right? Or, yeah, discomfort yeah. to yeah. to not be a hundred percent ready to go when she steps up to the plate, and again, and that's the edge at right. that point. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd much rather have flexibility in the. When I was coaching, if you watched our teams play, you couldn't have told in any way, shape, or form that all those kids played for the same coach, except that they all had the same uniform because hitters were different. You know, every everybody some were uh, off the plate, right? Some, and yeah. and swings didn't all look exactly the same. I mean, we didn't have some sort of cookie cutter mentality because to me, you know, my job was to take a player and figure out what she does best and maximize it as much as I possibly could. Obviously we were practicing an awful lot more than so many of the coaches now, you know, know, in this situation, you know, the girl that I'm talking about, she's practicing with her college team every day for her college coach to think that asking players to change some things, at least they're practicing enough that the idea of changing something is it's at least a little bit logical a lot better chance but yeah. the idea of we you know we practice twice a week and now i'm going to ask you to make some fundamental gigantic change to something you've done successfully for a long time would be a much more difficult discussion yes. and yeah. again i just want all of our coaches so that, so that we'll wrap it up with this make sure you're looking at the strengths and weaknesses of each player and tailoring what you're doing to what those are if you're trying to make Every player look exactly the same when they don't start off looking exactly the same. I think we're headed for a little bit of disappointment, a little bit of struggle. I think exactly when you're saying too, like the, if we're not in that college setting where we have access to them every single day, it's going to be a tough, a tough fix, right? right. Or a tough change. Yeah. And again, cause you and I both spend time trying to help kids break bad habits, right? A, bra- a, a habit doesn't change in a couple of swings or, you know, you know, the, I'm going to tell you to do this, so you should do it automatically when you walk up to the plate kind of thing isn't really ever going to change any of those habits. It's just going to create more chaos more issues and, and more problems. Yeah. And so, so understand what we're after, make sure we're trying to maximize our player's strengths. Obviously we want to try to minimize their weaknesses, but to my way of thinking, let's start off with making them feel really good about what they're good at first. And then let's circle back and try to fix some of the stuff that they're not so good at second. Make subtle changes. Yeah. Yeah. And then that way they'll continue to have a good mindset. They'll continue to have a chance to have some success. And if it doesn't look exactly like you wish it looked like, well, that's not really that big a deal. If she takes a really ugly swing, but she gets a hit, she got a hit. There we go. And sometimes I think we just have to be willing to accept that that's just the reality of our game. So that's going to wrap up number 229. Again, please support Anderson Bad Company. And become a patron if you can. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. Please reach out to us with questions, comments, suggestions, ideas to everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. Go to the fastpitchprep.com website. Order your square cuts training discs there. And also make sure that you look at the 
YouTube channel, all the blog posts. There's tons of information for you available. Fastpitchprep.com website. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.